Hi, everyone. This is the Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. I'm your host, Dr. Ayo Gathing. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist, best-selling author, and a health and relationship expert. I am here to liberate you from your boring-ass love life. Lose the good girl and unleash your inner bad girl to finally find love and get the relationship you deserve. Hello, bad girls. Welcome to another episode. I am so glad to be here with you today and able to talk. Oh my gosh, I lost my voice earlier this week. And I was like, crap, am I going to be able to record this week and talk to my people? Damn pollen. I live in Atlanta, so I lost my voice. I was feeling horrible. And I actually really love spring. I love all the flowers and the weather and all that, but I have the worst allergies. So it's like the best and worst time of year for me. But anywho, I digress. This week, I want to talk to you about something really important in relationships. And it's something I see and hear and discuss a lot you know, as a psychiatrist and working with couples and and counseling and things like that. And that is conflict. (laughs) And I know when you hear the word conflict, you might instantly, you know, think of fighting and negativity and breakups and things like that. But did you know that some conflict can actually be healthy in a relationship? And that conflict can be productive for you in a relationship. So yes, because you might not know those things, I'm here to bring you the good, the bad, and the ugly on conflict and to break it to you that you will encounter conflict in your relationship. So I remember when I was younger and I was dating and I thought that everything should be like all happy all the time, right? Like I didn't think you should ever disagree or argue or, you know, that things should be like squashed like super simply and that you should never really go at it. And it's like, oh, can't we all just get along? And I just thought you would be skipping along and holding hands and, and go off into the sunset, you know, once you found the person that you really loved and the person that was right for you. But obviously, that is a ridiculous assertion, right? Like, even if you're very compatible and, you know, you've got all the boxes checked off and, oh, he's tall enough and he's cute enough and the job and he's this and he makes me laugh and all that. At the end of the day, you're two different people. So what does that mean? You have different lives. You have different experiences, different points of view. And there's always going to come a time where you have a difference of opinion. And a lot of times that in itself can lead to disagreements. And, you know, you want to make different choices in life or you would move forward differently on things. So these are all things that are going to happen in your relationship, no matter how great both of you are, no matter if he's, you know, Prince Charming, you know, whatever, it's going to happen. And actually avoiding conflict can be harmful to your relationship. So trying to not ever argue or always agreeing with someone, that is actually more detrimental. And, you know, to get my happily ever after, I actually used to, I think, be overly pleasing and overly accommodating, right? Thinking that this was the right thing to do and that in the end, this would make us happier in the long run. But in actuality, I was selling myself short and not being heard or not getting what I wanted or really not even having him know me at all. 
And so my relationships were really one-sided. And I was sitting there trying to keep the peace and not rock the boat. But at the end of the day, I wasn't truly fulfilled because I wasn't you know, an equal voice or an equal partner in the relationship. And so that's not how you want to move forward. And that's not how you want to proceed. On the other hand, you also don't want to be constantly bringing stuff up and being argumentative and being negative because that too can be detrimental and harmful, right? You know, in relationships, there are going to be times where you do have to let things go or you do have to not, you know, be so aggressive or be, you know, bring up conflict. So, you know, both sides of the coin can be important. So because you will encounter conflict in your relationship, the important thing is that when it does happen, that you know how to manage it and you learn conflict resolution skills, right? And I know most of you have had jobs and, (laughs) you know, are either professionals or at some point learned about conflict resolution. And it is important and it sounds lame and it sounds like something that's like just for work, like, oh, at work we had to learn conflict resolution or as a boss, you had to learn how to broach topics and be constructive. But no, this is really a similar concept for intimate relationships. Do not avoid this conflict. Do not run from it. Embrace it and work through it in order to improve your relationship and improve your ability to communicate with one another. All disagreements don't mean that your relationship is unhealthy or won't work. Now, on the flip side, if you are constantly arguing and you're not able to come to any resolutions, then you may want to reevaluate if this is, in fact, the person for you, right? I mean, you should have some things in common or be able to, you know, come to some sort of compromise and agreement on things. But first, you need to ensure that you're approaching conflict and working through conflict in a healthy way before you just toss it or give up on someone. So let's discuss how to do that. Let me help you. You know, if you're sitting there like, we just argue and fight all the time and we just can never see eye to eye or we just, you know, I just don't think we're right for each other. Let's see. Let's see if this is a compatibility issue or a conflict resolution issue. So um, let's get into it. So one of the things that's really important about conflict and, and resolution of conflict is really having trust, you know, in your partner and in your relationship. If you don't have trust, you know, it is gonna be really hard to communicate with your partner or to, you know, discuss things in a healthy manner or have healthy conflict. And the reality is that you can't sustain a relationship over time without trust. If you haven't done the work to establish a strong foundation, you know, where you're able to be open with your partner, you're able to be understanding and believe in one another, then you'll never be able to handle it when the times actually get hard and there's tough things. You know, relationships that don't have that foundation, you know, are at risk for unhealthy communication and thus unhealthy conflict. So you have to be willing to be vulnerable with your partner and be honest with your partner. And, you know, if you have any insecurities, you have to face those insecurities, especially if they're not even based on who you're with now. A lot of insecurities come from our past or people we've dealt with before or how we grew up, things that have nothing to do with the person that we're dating or married to now. 
So unless you work those things out, your trust issues or your ability to relate to someone and be intimate with someone, then you're never going to be able to, you know, move forward in a, in a healthy, trusting, you know, um, effective conflict resolution. So that's number one, do the work, establish that trust. The next thing is to address issues as they arise. And <laughs> I'm actually so, you know, guilty of this. Even still, sometimes I do this because I'm like, okay, I'm trying to have an open mind. You know, I want to make, I'm like, okay, maybe it, it'll get better or it's not that bad. And then one of the worst things you could do when you're frustrated is just like hold it in. And because, because it's either going to build up and build up where, you know, the more and more happens, you're going to get more and more frustrated, or you're going to, once you finally do discuss it, point out all the times in the past, like this, this, and this, and this. But at the end of the day, you hadn't discussed it with them. So you have to bring up your grievances when you know that something is bothering or affecting you. Bring up the issues when they arise. So letting it fester over time or trying to hold it in is only going to lead you to explode or describe it in a non-productive way later. So try to nip things in the bud as early as possible. And I know it seems so effective up front to just say, you know what, I can deal with this. I don't even have to say anything, but that's where you get in those situations where he's like, boo, what's wrong? And you're like, nothing. He's like, uh-oh, something wrong. And you're really being either passive aggressive where you're giving the silent treatment or giving attitude, but you're not even discussing the issue or you're not getting what you want out of the relationship. So you're holding it in to see if you can deal with it. But at the end of the day, you haven't gotten what you really want. All right, so address the issue as soon as they arise. And the next thing is focus on how the issue makes you feel and how it affects you. So it's important that when you're bringing up an issue or confronting someone with something that you explain, first of all, your point of view and perception and let them know that this is your point of view and perception. So this is how I'm seeing it. This is what I'm thinking, you know, so he, what do you think? as well as how it affects you. Like, this really hurts me when you do that, or this upsets me or frustrates me when this happens. So this allows your partner to first clarify any misunderstanding. So they can say, oh, no, 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 that's not what I'm doing, or that's not my intention, or, or I didn't even know it was coming off that way, as well as they can understand where you're coming from. You know, when something hurts your partner or something really bothers your partner, you don't want that to happen. You don't want to hurt, you know, the person you love or care about. And so when they know that's how something's affecting you, instead of you just saying, you get on my nerves or you always are doing this or this is not right, you know, that's not the right way to bring it to your partner. Focus on, you know, your, you know, feelings and and you be vulnerable that's again where that trust comes in you have to be willing to say you know what you hurt me when you do this or you upset me or it makes me feel insecure when this happens you know you have to have that openness and and discuss and communicate because if you just point fingers and make assumptions that's not healthy because that's really going to just put your partner on the defensive and who wouldn't, you know, you do this, you do this, you know, without really giving any background. So focus on how the issue makes you feel and how it affects you as well as your point of view. Another thing is to have an open mind. So when you're in the midst of conflict, 
it can be so difficult to be objective, you know, because you're really focused on you, right? You know, this is something that's upsetting you or something you don't like. So it's like, hey, this is all about me. But that's not constructive during a discussion. You have to be willing to hear your partner out and try to be understanding of their point of view or their perspective of things because maybe you're getting it all wrong and maybe you're you know making assumptions that really aren't there on your partner's um side and so really that's you know looking at it from a one-sided point of view and not having an open mind is going to make it really difficult to have a healthy constructive conversation about anything whether it be as small as you know, you don't sweep enough. Okay. Well, what is enough? Oh, I really never even swept more than once a week. So why would I think, you know, I would need to sweep two or three times, but now that I know I can have an open mind about that. So just be willing to hear your partner out, you know, when you're going to bring up conflict so that you can have a constructive conversation. And last but not least, which is another thing that I used to be a real offender on. Focus on resolution, not winning, okay? And not being right. So resolution is not equal to right or wrong. You know, resolution means that you've come to an agreement on how to move forward. You've determined, you know, and understand each other about what's going on and how you're going to move forward. That's different than, oh, I was right versus you were right. Or I won. I won this fight, you know, and later on saying, remember that time I told, you know, that is not healthy. So conflict resolution is about resolution, resolving, being constructive, coming up with a plan, not the just idea that you won or you were right. And I used to, like I said, have a real problem with this because I either wanted the person to see it from my perspective and change their mind or try to win the argument. But winning that fight is just not worth it in the long run. And it's not winning long term. You have to be willing to focus on healthy solutions to your issues and not on being right. You know, once you agree that your relationship is the most important thing and that you want to preserve that, then you'll be able to fight more fair and move forward from conflict. Because a lot of times, you know, if the person didn't agree with you or, you know, tell you, oh, you're right or, you know, oh, validate how you feel, you know, it, it was really upsetting. But you can validate someone's feelings and perspective without saying, oh, you're right, you know, or that's exactly how it went down or, you know, and that was hard for me. I'm like, no, like I need you to tell me that I'm right and that I'm seeing this the right way or, you know, oh, that you're wrong or that, you know, but really at the end of the day, it doesn't truly matter who's right or wrong you know, what actually happened blow by blow. What's more important is that we understand why this is an issue for us, that we understand how this can be prevented in the future. And that is when you're going to start having healthy um, conflict resolution. All right, so let's recap for you, because I know this was a lot. This was a mouthful, but this is going to be good stuff. I hope you're taking notes. You got your pencil and your pad down. You writing them down. Here we go. So establish trust in your relationship. Address issues as they arise. Focus on how the issues make you feel and how it affects you. Have an open mind. 
and focus on resolution, not winning. And definitely not who's right. All right. And these are some tips to keep you on track when you're starting to have conflict or when you're having disagreements and really just can't seem to get on the same page. These following these are really going to help you see whether there's a conflict resolution issue here or a compatibility partner choice issue here. And sometimes it is going to be your partner. Like, you know, we just can't make it work. You know, you want this out of life and I want this and we really can't compromise on that. But sometimes you just need more skills and that is what you're going to get from, from me today. And that's been this week's episode of Bad Girls Guide to Love. Do not forget to subscribe and review. I know you guys are listening. So go on and give me those stars. Go on and review and let me know, you know, or hit me up on Instagram, IOGathingMD, Facebook, IOGathingMD. Let me know what you think, your thoughts. If you have any questions, if you want to be featured on one of the episodes, I'm always willing to do that. So until next time, be bad. That's this week's episode of Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give me a review on iTunes. For more material and content, you can find me under IOGathingMD on Instagram and Twitter, or head over to my website, www.iogathingmd.com. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Until then... Be bad.